0: Yeah. strides forward forward
1: hello and welcome back to strides behind the mic a production of the strides forward podcast where i sheree louise turner the host and producer of strides forward give you some behind the scenes look at what's going on some updates some recommendations and listener stories i'm super excited we have another lineup of great listener running stories, and I'm super excited to share them with you. And thanks again to the brave women who are stepping up to the mic and recording a short running story to play on these mini-episodes. So we'll get to those in just a minute. So quick update from the Strides Forward podcast. We do have some great episodes coming up in the very near future here Next up, we have Gail Henville, and that name may sound familiar to you if you've listened to our Roads to Boston series. Gail was the coach for Rochelle Solomon, who was one of the featured runners, and Gail tells her whole running story, which is powerful and emotional and really empowering, and how she went on to not only become a great runner herself— but also to becoming a coach and a community leader here in the Boston area. I'm really excited for that to come out. So that'll be next in your feed. After that, we have the story of Nicole Pinto. And again, if you listen to the Roads to Boston series, Nicole was one of our featured runners. And what you found out at the end of that series is that Nicole ran Boston pregnant. So I have gone back and gotten her pregnancy story. This is going to be a two-parter Nicole tells the story of running through pregnancy and how that all went down, and we're going to follow up with her in about six months and find out what it's been like to return to running after pregnancy and after having her beautiful little girl. So I'm super excited for those to come up. We have more in the works, but I'm going to stick with those for right now. And... Outside of that, I wanted to let you know about a project that I am doing with my good friend Elizabeth Emery. Elizabeth is the host and producer of a fantastic podcast called Hear Her Sports. She does interviews with athletes as well as other women in the sports space She's a really great interviewer, and one of the things I love about listening to her interviews is that even if I don't know anything about the sport of the person who she's interviewing, she asks such interesting questions that you really get to learn a lot about what the sport is all about, how the athlete approaches the sport, and also, of course, about the athlete themselves. And they're just really great episodes, and I really encourage you to listen to them, but Back to what we're doing together. Elizabeth and I have teamed up, and we have been doing a weekly video series that you can find on YouTube. It is called Sheree and Elizabeth Talk Sports, and we are tackling topics that mostly focus on the intersection of women's sports and sports media, and all of the many topics that thread through that. Every episode, we give a little update about what's piqued our interest or our own athletic journey Elizabeth is a former professional cyclist, and she, like me, is in her 50s and continues to pursue athletics in a competitive way. So we talk about that, and then we get to the topic of the video and have a discussion about it. And part of what we want to do with these videos is get other people in this conversation We know we're not alone in having an interest in the larger picture of women in sports. And so I encourage you to watch these videos and leave some comments. Give us some suggestions of topics that you'd like us to talk about. We share some great resources of the materials that we use for our research. So if you're interested in this topic, please have a look. Again, it is Sheree and Elizabeth Talk Sports, and we come out every single week, and they've been a lot of fun. And finally, in the update section here... I wanted to highlight a few books that either just came out or are coming out that are—most of these are focused on women and running, and there's another one that's focused on women athletes, and I'm just really excited to highlight these. So the book that just came out that is a must-read for women runners, young and less young— is How She Did It, Stories, Advice, and Secrets to Success from 50 Legendary Distance Runners, and that's written by Molly Huddle and Sarah Slattery. That is out in the bookstores now, and you can just pick up a copy or order your copy. And available for pre-order is Running While Black, Finding Freedom in a Sport That Wasn't Built for Us. I've been waiting a long time for this book to come out. It is by Alison Mariella dezier. And it will be coming out soon, but you can pre-order it. Always a reminder that pre-orders are really important to authors to show that there's an interest in their book. So I encourage you to pre-order that, as well as Breakthrough Women's Running, Dream Big and Run Smart by Neely Spence-Gracy and Cindy Kuzman. And finally, a book that I have been waiting a very long time for is Next Level, Your Guide to Kicking Ass, Feeling Great and Crushing Goals Through Menopause and Beyond, and that is by Stacy Sims and Celine Yeager. They are the authors that brought you Roar, and this is basically Roar for older athletes. And I am so excited about this book coming out because I know it is going to be awesome like Roar and give us all sorts of women-specific information about how we can continue to thrive as athletes as we get older. So a little insight into that world is that a lot of the studies that look at athletes are done on men. They are not necessarily women-specific. Women's chemistry and bodies are very, very different. So the information often doesn't really apply to women athletes. And this information is specifically for women athletes, especially as they age. So I'm super excited about that. And this feeds very nicely into my own personal update, which I will keep very short The last time I talked about my running on Strides Behind the Mic was right before I went to Nationals. I did the Indoor Track Nationals. I ran the 400 and the 800 meter. It was awesome. It was super fun. It was at the Armory, which is in New York City, which is a banked track indoors. And it was just a great experience. I went in a little bit injured, but well enough to be able to race. I'd been rehabbing a small Achilles injury. And so I really just went into it for the experience. I ended up second in the 400, which was a ton of fun. And my teammate, Natalie, came in third. So we had a really great time with that. I ran the 800 as well. I did just fine. And I had a great experience. And I'm just looking forward to continuing to pursue track and keep improving. I also still love to run long distances, so I followed that up a month later with the Boston Marathon, which was a grand success on all accounts, and it has nothing to do with my time, really. I wanted to have a great day, and I wanted to feel good, and I did both of those things. I literally enjoyed every single mile of that race. I was thrilled to be out there. The crowds were incredible. And I felt good, and I did not push myself too hard. I did not PR. I did not plan to PR. I had only really had a month to prepare. I had done some long runs, and I went in with a lot of curiosity and came out the other end very happy. I also qualified for Boston for next year. I have a bit of a time cushion, so I think I'll be getting in. And I will return to Boston as often as they will have me because it is such a great event. Even though marathons are not exactly my favorite distance to run, I absolutely just can't pass it by because it's that incredible. And that leads me to one little bit about this update that I found very interesting. Just a couple weeks before I ran Boston, Elizabeth Emery from Hear Her Sports had an interview with Dr. Stacy Sims. And Dr. Stacy Sims talks a lot about how it's very important as we female athletes age, to continue to do intense interval training as well as lift heavy weights and that we can back off of our endurance efforts. And very specifically in that interview, she said, even for the marathon, women really don't need to do runs that are any longer than 90 minutes. And I thought, huh, I followed this advice and I hadn't even really planned on it. But in the end, it really worked out well. And again, I wasn't going for a PR. I wasn't pushing my speed. But it was really one of the best marathons I have ever run in terms of just feeling good. And I know a lot of that has to do with my very consistent strength work that I've been doing for a long time now and also with all the speed work that I've done. And I hadn't beat myself up too much with doing lots of long runs. So I'm going to keep at this approach, keeping my long runs slightly shorter, doing fewer miles and sticking with my speed work and my weight training. And I'll let you know how it goes because I really think this is a great formula for any other runners out there who just feel beat up all the time with these long runs. You may want to try cutting back a bit and see how it goes. Dr. Stacy Sims suggests doing your long runs or your long efforts like every 10 days. So... I've used it just this bit, and it seemed to work out really, really well for me, and I'm just super, super happy about it, especially as I'm going into outdoor track season. I'm going to run some 5Ks as well, and then in August, I am looking forward to running the Comrades Marathon, which is about 56 miles, so I'll keep you up to date on all of that. That is it from me. I am now going to turn this over to four of the stories that we received from women runners from around the world. I am really, really thrilled that these women sent these stories in, and I'm really excited to share them with you. So let's get to it. First up is Maureen, and I'm not even going to prompt this story because it's really beautiful, and I'm just going to let her tell it. Here she goes.
0: There was a night a couple years ago where I went on a run with my friend Lucas, and it was a completely unplanned run. We were camping and uh, just the two of us and one of my one of my children and after sitting around and having dinner and sitting around the campfire we were all kind of about ready to to go to bed and instead we decided to go out on a run and it was one of my first night runs Uh, so that in and of itself just felt like it just felt like sneaking out into this this mysterious world where everyone else was home in bed with lights on and TVs on or whatever, and we were out in this world um, exploring and exploring places and parks that are normally quite crowded with hikers and visitors, and we had the whole place to ourselves. And from the very beginning, it was just this, like, very spontaneous, uh, joyous run. We, we ran mostly without our headlights on except when we needed it for, for some really thick, rooty sections but we we just ran without really a plan you know there was there was one moment we're like oh let's run from the redwoods to the beach we didn't quite ever make it down to the beach but every turn we were just like oh let's go this way let's go this way there was no there was no set route it was just running running for fun and that that night will always stick with me um it's particularly potent and Uh, a special memory now that I've lost that friend, Lucas, he was in an accident about a year back. But even, you know, even if he were still in my life, there's something that he kind of just introduced that, that, that magic of running to me, that it doesn't always have to be a grind or that it shouldn't be a grind. And that there's so much joy and playfulness and fun in the sport. Um, And I'll forever take that with me. And since then, I've always just loved the, the magic of night runs as well. Just uh, the darkness, the quiet, the solitude a lot of times. And yeah, that, that first initiation and opening of the night running world to me is, is a, a special memory.
1: Thank you, Maureen. I just love that story. Next up is Allison. Allison is a friend of mine. She's a teammate and a running buddy. She had this really great story to share. So again, I'm just going to let her take it away because she tells it so well. Here's Allison.
2: My name is Allison from Cambridge, Mass. And I wanted to share a recent memorable run that I had with my friend, Steph, So my friend, Steph, is younger and much faster than me. And I have been chipping away at my marathon uh, best, you know, chasing that elusive BQ. And I realized that I actually actually had to ask for help to be able to push my boundaries and kind of push what I thought I was capable of. So I recently asked Steph if she could run with me Uh, to practice my marathon pace. And so being the amazing friend that she is, she tries to keep me entertained by telling stories and singing songs, lots of ABBA. Um, So I don't stay in my head worried about blowing up or thinking about how hard this is. And so we're going along and I'm running faster and for longer than I previously thought I was ever possible. Like, I'm just blowing it all away. And what I really just needed was my friend right there with me. Like I didn't need all the bells and whistles. I just needed her. Uh, and so I'm going to take that memory with me to my next race and kind of imagine her next to me, keeping pace, maybe singing. Um, and hopefully I, uh, I get a new PR.
1: I am very happy to report that Allison did run a PR in the next marathon she did, which happened shortly after she sent in this story. And she continues to run super strong, and it's really exciting to see. So thank you so much, Allison, for sharing that story. Next up, we have Deb Robison, who I want to thank for being such a great supporter of Strides Forward, as well as and Elizabeth Talk Sports. Deb and I have had a chance to get together and share some time walking and chatting, and it's been really, really lovely, and I'm super thankful for her for sharing this story. I'll let Deb take it away.
3: Hi, this is Deb Robison from Medford, Massachusetts, and I started running um, at a young age um, and raced my first race when I was 12 years old and competed well into my thirties and then um, started having health issues and and from my late thirties on, I ran off and on. So after a couple of health issues, the last couple of years, frozen shoulder, then a broken elbow, um, I've been working with a PT on back issues and um, she started me running again um, after a couple years off. And that included, you know, doing hip and all kinds of glute exercises to strengthen my core. And this past week, I ran, and um, the goal was uh, nine minutes of walking, one minute of running, kind of a gentle return to running. And I started my walk through my neighborhood in Medford. And, um, was feeling um sad that you know i only get to run for one minute i wasn't looking at the glass as being half full but then as i started my one minute run i heard a morning dove singing and that reminded me of where i grew up and my grandmother and how she always watched over me and it was so fitting um the way i'd run my loop each time i came to the end of the loop I did my one minute, and there was that morning dove keeping me going on my run. So um, it's a small start, but it worked, and I am coming back. And so I have a morning dove companion in my neighborhood to keep me going.
1: Ah, That is just such a great reminder of all the many things that we get out of running other than the actual fact of running. Getting outside, getting fresh air, and listening to the birds. I know I always feel much better getting outside and moving my body, and I wish Deb all the luck in her return to running. I know she's off to a great start here, so thank you again, Deb. And last but 100% not least is this story from Lee, and she comes to us, as you'll hear, from Namibia. I'm super excited that these stories get heard all over the world in places that I wouldn't necessarily expect. So, thank you so much, Lee, for sharing this story. And also, Lee has been a great supporter of the podcast. She shares really fun Instagram stories about listening to the podcast, and they really make me smile. So, thank you so much, Lee, for that, and also for sharing this story.
4: I wanted to tell you about a memorable moment in my running journey, which is in its infancy. I started running about three years ago, so I was, so I was a little older, I was 32. And then after running short distances, nothing exciting, four years, I um, decided that last year I would, for the first ever event that I did for running, it was a virtual event hosted by one of our local grocery store chains and um, <laughs> it was spa Namibia. And I decided that I would use that as motivation to run a half marathon I was so grateful to have a friend who is an ultra marathoner and um, has been and continues to be the most supportive of this crazy idea that I had then and things I come up with now and I took on this event solo because we live Quite in a very isolated environment. Um, and I ran my first half marathon by myself. Two so, such memorable moments were my husband, who met me at my halfway mark, which was just the most tremendous surprise, with the best tasting orange slices that the Namibian desert had ever contained. And then on my way home, I was about two kilometers from a house. And so close to finishing. And I will never forget the moment I thought I just couldn't carry on. Everything hurt. I ached from head to toe. My back. It was all. I was done. And I thought if I just sat here, eventually my husband would come and find me. But I carried on and I got through that. And I got home to my husband and my, my children and I just felt victorious and that has set me up for some other goals that I'd like to achieve this year but it also reminded me and taught me of the absolute capacity and ability that we have as women and human beings. Thanks Strides Forward.
1: Uh, good for you, Lee, for grinding through that challenge and coming out the other side and finding so much joy. It's one of the things about running is it can be really hard, but there's also the joy in doing hard things and coming out the other side and finding the joy in it and realizing what we're really capable of. It's a really exciting journey. So thank you so much, Lee, for sharing that story. I really appreciate it. And now I want to hear from you. I really love listening to these stories. I never know what's coming in, and I'm always so pleasantly surprised. And so please share yours. I'm looking for one to three minutes of audio. You can record it on your phone and just email it straight to me. You can send it through the website, stridesforwardpodcast.com. We have a way that you can submit it there. Or you can just email it to me directly. I am at louise turner at gmail.com you can also find that on our website and what I'm looking for is a memorable run that you had recently it can be anything just a little something that stuck with you give me some details about what was going on why it was memorable maybe how the weather was or where you were running or who you were running with or maybe you were by yourself just anything that really struck you just give me one to three minutes and I may play it on the very next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. Please stay tuned for our next Strides Forward episodes, and I will be back with you in about a month or so with another Strides Behind the Mic. Until then, this is Cherie wishing you healthy, joyful, Strides Forward. Whoops, that Strides Forward.